Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Ask Melvin anything. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AMA or Ask Melvin Anything. Uh, I am Mike and I am here with the always present, always watching, always vigilant Melvin. Melvin, how are you, sir? Mike, I'm marvelous. And I thank you for helping make the world a better place. And, you know, it's it's great to be with you again. Thanks. Yeah. And, um, you know, this week is just a little bit different. Uh, we have a guest here that you've been working with for quite some time now. Uh, you want to introduce and, and, uh, tell me what it is we're talking about? Absolutely. And, and, you know, the premise of this AMA, ask Melvin anything. So, mm-hmm. uh, what does it take to live your best life? And so, uh, Christina, would you introduce yourself? Tell us some of your background and, and I, I can talk about you some more, but I'd, I'd like you <laughs> to, to tell us about you. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Christina Valderas. Um, my background, I am, um, it's kind of well-rounded, I guess. I um, came out of college where I played college sports. I became a coach. Um, so I was in education for 21 years. Um, I coached, then I became a, a counselor, a high school counselor. And then um, I recently went back to school and um, decided to um, dabble in the field of nutrition. Um, and um, also, um, got my personal trainer certification and decided, you know what, 45, why not switch careers? Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. Absolutely. And, and, uh, I thank you for being here and you don't know this, but Mike has background in education also. I do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, uh, murky one, but I have one. Uh, so Christina, uh, uh, the lion's den, am I, am yes. I right in that? Okay. That is correct. Oh. Yeah. See, Tell us my- about, Oh, that's nice. I like the shirt. Tell us about Lion's Den. So Lion's Den is the name. Uh, my husband and I um, built a gym in our backyard. It's a, a boutique gym. Um, it's a really good size. I, I can't tell you the square footage, but it's a very large middle building. Um, and uh, the premise was, you know, based on the lion and the lamb. It's Christian based. Yeah. And um, we were like, we we just want to feel, feel like um, we can help people. And in my transition of, you know, going from education to starting a new business, um, it resonated and um, kind of we stuck with the lion's den. And, you know, it's um, it kind of has like a powerful meaning, you know, being, a, you know, obviously a lion, you know, when it comes sure. to mind. Um, and so there's strength in that. Um, it's in a gym. Um, and there's just also there's also the background with Christ. There's a softness behind it, too. So it kind of can encompass the whole thing. We do the nutrition and we do it with love. And so um, it's strength, um, 
it, it's not only strength, there's some therapy, you know, in it, whether you do nutrition, whether you do sure. um, training with me, there's, you know, we're going to talk. I have a background in counseling. So it kind of all comes together in a complete circle. So you you may have already said this, and I'm sorry if if I was reading kind of what Melvin sent me versus listening to you. Uh, <laughs> makes me a terrible host. But uh, uh, tell me again your background in education. What were you What were you doing there? Totally. So I um, when I came out of college, I like I played softball, and so mm -hmm. that's just what I wanted to keep doing. And um, so I coached softball at Duncanville High School, and I also taught. So you have to teach. Um, I taught PE and I taught health. Um, then I um, had children and you, as if you all have, I know Melvin has children. I don't know if you have children, but they change your life. I got a whole and pass so, of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And your, but your priorities just change. And uh, coaching was difficult. It was, it was difficult to be away from, from them. And um, my husband worked a lot. And so I felt like my mom was raising kids. So I transitioned into counseling. And so I was able to still like, I just have like a heart to just work with people and help people. So right. I was like, well, what's the next best thing? Okay. Counseling. And, um, I could still have build good relationships with students, but my nights are free. My weekends are free. Now I yeah. can go do my kids stuff, you know? So, yeah. um, that's my background there. So I was a support counselor for a little while. Um, if you don't know much education, the support counselor is the one that does with the emotional needs of students. And then when I moved to a different school, I moved to Red Oak, which is another school. I became an academic counselor, which you still do some emotional counseling, but um, your primary focus is kids helping them get to college, right. you know, graduate, get to college or whatever their next step is. May not be college, but post high school. Right, right. So uh, I always when I when I got to a new school where I was teaching, mm -hmm. uh, there were like three stops that I made. Right. One was. um the the janitorial services uh okay. because they can really screw up your life if you're mean to them Correct. Uh, and the second one was was generally the counselors because they were able to keep a thumb on these kids and kind of figure out where they were and what they were doing and and what we needed to do with them going forward mm -hmm. and so um i felt like counselors are kind of i mean they're kind of the lifeblood of of the school you know because they right, right. it's it's like a plumber, right? I mean, you, you, the counselors keep the water moving, you know, keep, keep yeah. the kids I going. That's a, that's yeah. a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Melvin, tell us what is uh, Christina doing for you? And, and you right, know, let me, let me so put it this way. What are you doing for yourself while Christina watches? There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's exciting to have Christina as a coach mm -hmm. and, you know, it's such an important aspect of my life now. You know, I've, uh, got to this age thinking I can do it. I'm a man. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, you could look at, at my life and you could see that maybe I wasn't doing it right. And, and just in this short time working Christi with Christina, I, I am blown away at, at the, uh, the richness that's come to my life and in my health. And, uh, you know, I, I, I could tell you numbers. I could tell you, sure. Uh, you know, the, the labs, the markers on the things. And so Christina, how would you tell someone, tell Mike, how Melvin's well, done? Here's what I want to know. What, what is wrong with Melvin? And that's the end of my sentence. <laughs> uh, that's a loaded like onion question, you know, yeah, a lot sure. of layers, right. Sure. A lot of layers. Um, I feel like, well, I'm just a guide, honestly. Um, Melvin's success is due to Melvin following my 
you know, suggestions based on, you know, my research, my knowledge, my education, um, because I work with a lot of people and I, you know, to be honest, I would love to say every client I have has great success. They don't always, because they don't want to follow. It's hard, you know, it's difficult. So Melvin, um, with Melvin, like he came to me with certain numbers and, you know, and it's blood work numbers. And, um, and that's generally, that's what I look at. You know, I'll look at, you know, it might be hormones. It could be your blood work, your cholesterol levels, your triglycerides, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then based on that, we come up with a plan and, um, the plan it's, it's part diet, but there's also, cause diet's only part of it. Um, it's also, let's look at our stress. How are we handling stress? Um, how are we handling, um, emotional part? Like just not the stress, like how's our mental IQ? Um, you know, what's our sleep look like? What's our water intake? So, um, and, and I wrote Melvin a protocol and Melvin did it, you know? And yeah. so that's why Melvin had success because he, he did. And, and there were some things that I'm sure he was going, I don't, I, this isn't comfortable. You know, this isn't, this isn't something I'm used to, but he still was willing to say, okay, I'm going to try it. It's not what I'm used to, but I'm going to try and see if it works. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some things that he's like, yeah, not so good. But then there's other things like, you know, we've, we've worked on eating windows and I think the eating window, he kind of likes, you know, it's, it, it's fitting, fitting in his schedule, you know, and everyone's different, you know, you just never, and that's a whole thing in nutrition in any job, you have to just work with the person and meet them. you like, you have to meet in the middle of, you know, to where y'all can, you know, you can help each other have success. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, boy, you would hate me. Um, cause I don't, I don't sleep. I don't, uh, I don't do any of the things on your list. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be tough. Um, so Melvin, tell us kind of the change that you've seen since, uh, you, I, we're not talking numbers or anything like that. Just give me quality of life changes. Yeah. My, uh, quality of life, it, it's, uh, well, one word incredible. Yeah. And, uh, that it wasn't not in, it wasn't, uh, in the crapper before, but it, it, uh, could improve and, and it has. So, so, uh, oh, Christina, you got him out of the crapper. That's great. That's, <laughs> yeah. Put that on a banner right outside. The exactly. right. I'll get you out of the crapper. I'll get you out yeah. of the crapper. That's right. <laughs> hey, your mission statement ought to spit on a t-shirt. Absolutely. Well, I know that I know that you've had a lot of problems with like uh, vertigo and stuff like that in the past. And I think this was part of that. Right. It kind of led up to you finding her and and trying to do this without medication and things like that. Right. Sure. And and uh, I think that's, you know, coming into play. You mm -hmm. know, we'll see where that is. It, it's uh, not a, a weekly or daily or monthly occurrence. And so. uh hopefully that that comes into play also. And I say, hopefully I'm, I'm believing it is that, yeah. that we will see uh, a marked improvement in that. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing a good job in answering your question that. Well, that... no, not at all. But, uh, Christina, <laughs> uh, so, so if you were, um, so for instance, I take, uh, two blood pressure pills every day, right? Uh, lisinopril and something else. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It may just be slowly killing me. I don't know, but I take that. And I'm assuming that Melvin was going to be taking some sort of medication and stuff for this thing's doctor. You know, that's the first line of defense. They just want to send you home with some medication. Uh, but he refused it. And so he sought out different kinds of help. So tell me about 
how often that happens. Do you do you strive to get people off of medication? Do you feel like that impedes their longevity or their life or their growth? Right. So I'm not a, a doctor, so I cannot sure. take anyone off medication. Sure. Would I love most people to be off medication? 100%. I mean, we can, you know, if you watch enough commercials and at the end of the commercial, you hear the, you know, the three times speed of all the side effects of yeah of what they are. I and mean, you're like, is it really, you know, wait a minute, what, what is this doing to us? And then, um, you know, as you mentioned, like it's, this is alternative, you know, it's, this is, well, I don't know why it's become alternative when this is like right. the natural way that we probably should be doing it, right. but it's considered al alternative, um, I guess, alternative therapy or alternative medicine to some extent. So if someone came to me on medicine and a lot of people do, I have, um, I feel like I, a lot of, I have a lot of diabetics, especially, and they yeah. get put on medication. They don't feel real good at, you know, taking the medication. Yeah. Um, again, I say we have to work with the doctor. Like you can't just come off your medication. I would sure. never sure. tell a person to do that, but we're going to address it holistically. We're going to look at their diet. Like I said, um, other things we're like, like stress. I mean, you can have someone and you look at them and they're not overweight. Like they don't come across as someone that would, you know, it'd be like your typical stereotypical diabetic or whatever, right, right. but their stress level is through the roof, which mm -hmm. is affecting their insulin levels, which is affecting. So that's affecting their blood sugar. So there's just so many things. And now just even to piggyback on that, we're looking back at past trauma, people's trauma, their back and their, their ACEs, their, you know, adverse childhood events. Yeah. They're finding that that's affecting people and causing um, people to, when they get to you know, like I'm 45, when we get to older, like all of a sudden we're like, why are we having these health issues? Oh, wait, we've had these other things that we haven't dealt with, you know, and um, our, because there's a whole biology to trauma, you know, and they're right. finding that as well. Right. So uh, let me give you, let me give you an idea of what, let me give you an idea of me and okay. you give me the best, you know, nobody's going to hold you to this. For sure. For I, sure. I didn't mean to say that you were going to like take people off medication. No, 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 no. I just was, no, no, no. I'm just saying you're, you, that's what you're working towards though. Right. I mean, yeah, ideally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I drank pretty heavily for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I would say probably two and a half years ago, my pancreas tried to get out. Uh, <laughs> it didn't like being in there anymore. And so it wanted to leave. Uh, spent about six days in the hospital getting over the pancreatitis and all that stuff. Okay. It's yep. left me with uh, a replaced hip, uh, neuropathy in my feet. Uh, you know, all the all the things that typically, if you saw me and didn't know my history with alcohol or whatever, uh, you would think I was diabetic, right? Because okay. I've got the neuropathy, I've got all the all the warning signs for that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Right, right. I am not diabetic. I just put so much freaking sugar into my body for such mm -hmm. a long time, you know, mm -hmm. through the, through the use of alcohol that it just messed everything up. Right. Yeah, right. And so I went to, um, like an alternative health place in, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter where it's at, but <laughs> they did a lot of this, um, like, you know, they would, they would stretch me. And then mm -hmm. they would, uh, a, a chiropractor was involved and then they gave me all these supplements to take. And then they wanted me to do this foot bath thing every day and then put red lights on me and all of that stuff. So where do you stand on that kind of thing? Because I would imagine 
that there's a line somewhere where it's alternative, like you said, which is really right. not alternative, but alternative mm -hmm. medicine and quackery, right? I, mm -hmm. I felt like as soon as they gave me that red light thing, I was like, oh, now we're in the snake oil stuff. So <laughs> you tell me what you think. Absolutely. So, um, I, I wouldn't start with that, but I'm mm. not, I think the red light therapy, there's some benefit to it. There's, really? there's some science. Oh, hundred okay. percent. Um, if we want to probably talk, like if you watch football, I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers to heal that fast is probably sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber with red light therapy on a regular basis. Yeah. Hence his healing red light is that, therapy. Is has that been, what's happened to his brain also? Is that, I, I mean, th that, there could be some alternative <laughs> okay, I got things you. going on. I don't know. That's, a, that's he, just a I dumb he's, joke. Yeah. He's a very holistic guy. He yeah. he is. And so yeah. I do know that about him. Now I can't speak to his character, but sure. um, I, I can say like there there is some scientific evidence that goes along with red light therapy okay. in the fact that it is helping with, you know, getting your blood cells to to just stimulate, go okay. to healing. It help it aids with healing. And so there is scientific. So I'm I don't think that's that's quackery. But what I always start with is the gut. Mm. Our gut is the, it is, it's the host of everything. It's the, mm. I mean, just about everything, you know, I, I, obviously a broken bone is not because of your sure, gut. Sure, There's sure. some other things, you know, few and far, but for the most part, you know, I think it's Socrates that said, you know, all illnesses start in the gut. Mm. Um, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it was from you. <laughs> sure. Don't go put that on a t-shirt yet. Nobody's so, going to question you. That's fine. For sure. So, um, but I, I would have, I would start with the gut because our body is amazing in the way that it can heal itself. And yeah. so neuropathy, um, and, um, like my dad is going through something similar, like, um, he got on whole 30, lost all this weight. And now all of a sudden he's dealing with the, but it's a diabetic neuropathy, but right. neuropathy, neuropathy, you know, it's right. the, sure, sure. you're dealing with kind of the same issues. And so he's got a lot of issues, but he's like, man, I've been trying to get my life together and it can, it's just going to take time. Yeah. But if we start with the healing in our gut by eating whole foods, getting rid of that processed stuff, the dyes, the seed oils, those are the things that are hindering our healing. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I held up my soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the things. Thanks for bringing the example today. You know, I appreciate it. <laughs> sure. You know, I just want to do show and tell. Yeah. Um, but but like I said, I that would be something I would outsource later. But all my clients, we start with diet first. Like okay. it's diet. And then, like I said, sleep, yeah, stress, looking at stress, the and that's where, cause that's where healing, that's where the healing begins. Yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. Those other things, I mean, I see, I see a chiropractor. I don't go to a doctor. Um, I, I I'm the same again. You know, maybe people think that's quackery. My kids don't hardly get sick. Mm. We go once a month. I rarely get sick. If I get sick, it's because I'm not sleeping. Like I yeah. know that. Like, yeah. you know, it's my own demise to myself. Huh. So. You know, we, we, we just become more aware and listen to our bodies, you know? Mm -hmm. So yes, I, the difference, I would start with the gut. Um, and I would start with things that you could do at your house, you know what I mean? Or within your, mm -hmm. your, your scope. Yeah. Like I said, you, that may be a next resort, but yes, I don't think, I don't think those are quackery. I think there's science behind them. Okay. And depending on what you have, I think that it, it warrants, it could warrant some healing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Hey, Mike, I'm going to bring another voice into the mix real quick on some success. Okay. We're talking about the neuropathy. I think I told you I have neuropathy as well. Yes. 
And I've been working with Christina four or five months now, and I can attest to the fact that the pins and needles and the burning sensations are completely gone. Like they I don't like, keep like, me up at night anymore. I like how you started at one side of the room and slowly came closer to the microphone as you were telling us that. I'm not moving. I just got louder. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. That's good too. So, um, Maddie, you're saying that your neuropathy has gotten better? Absolutely. Okay. It doesn't keep me up at night anymore. What would you attest that to? Diet. I okay. ate a lot of processed foods, but I'm also a sugar addict. Yeah. And so that was one of the first things that Christina addressed with me. Um, I drank a lot of different teas that she recommend recommended for, you know, healthy gut. Yeah. And I can tell a difference <clears throat> when I don't take them and when I don't follow the diet like I know I should. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, it's like night and day. Really? But yeah. the my insomnia, which has been 20 plus years now is from the neuropathy that, and you know, the pins, the needles, the oh, burning, yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. lightning bolts that rip down your legs and, and there's no way to stop it. The only thing I've ever found to stop it is to put pressure on it. Yeah. So yeah. when I'm standing during the day, they go numb exactly and all right. of that abates. Yeah. But then as soon as I lay down, I, I told Malvin, I said, I wish I was a horse. If I could sleep standing up, I'd sleep. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> but I sleep now. I, yeah. I don't, it, it like, I don't, I used to dread laying down because as soon as you yeah. lay down and relax, yeah. it, it it just it starts. Yeah, as soon as it, I as soon as I get, get away bed, from it. As soon as I get into bed at night, I, I have to hang my feet off the side because of the pressure, yep. you know, on yep. my feet. Like just, yep. just putting them down on the on the on the covers or whatever. Oh, I I, I can totally relate, but yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. Huh. All right. Christy, and if you have to have to sleep come. with a heating blanket, like a heating pad wrapped around my feet in the winter, because the cold makes it that much worse. Yeah. And I don't have to do that anymore. All right. Uh, that that is, uh, Christina. I'm gonna I'm gonna seek you out then, because if you can tell me how to get rid of that neuropathy, I'm. Uh, if you can get rid of half of it, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm in. I mean, um, like if you, God designed our bodies to to heal, right? Yeah. I mean, but when we put junk in it. It can't do what it's supposed to do. That's junk so in, junk our body, out, right? Yeah. You know, right. Our body wants to, our body wants to be right. Our, our mm -hmm. body, it's fighting. I mean, we, it's fighting for survival every day, you know? Right. And um, even if it's like, we want to thrive, sometimes we're just surviving, you know? So if we put good stuff in it, you get to thrive. I mean, like she says, she now sleeps. That's huge. Cause now not only we, we sleep, the neuropathy is not near as bad. I mean, it's not gone. And I'm not a miracle worker. This sure. is just diet, sure. you know, so I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I definitely don't walk on any water, um, you know, but also like she can stay focused. She's going to be more attentive to her, to Melvin, her husband. She's going to be more attentive to her kids. Like it's just a great circle yeah. when it all starts to come together. Hmm. Well, that is, uh, that's fascinating. I would, uh, I would love to see, and I would imagine when Melvin comes down, what are you, you're coming in two weeks, right? To the, to the block party thing that yeah. we're having here. So I would imagine when he comes in the next couple of weeks that we'll have a lot to talk to uh, about this, you know, and, and, and I want to see his results, you know, I want to yeah. see his little skinny, skinny self walk in through the door. <laughs> uh, okay. Christina, what, uh, do you have anything coming up? Are there any big goals that you're trying to reach? Um, what's next for you and, and Lion then? Absolutely. So, um, okay. We, so 
the nutrition part I started before the gym. So the gym has kind of been like a project right now too. Um, definitely want to, I'm a community person. I, like I said, at the beginning, I have a heart to just help people. Like it's, I did coaching, I did counseling. Like, this Mm -hmm. is just my way of like helping. I I just feel like I just have a a heart to help people as many as I can. And so my gym, like right now, like most of the people I train are in my, in my neighborhood. You know, there's a few people that drive here. We do group classes. One of them is almost entirely all neighborhood people. Like I'm really big into community. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to grow my gym even more to where we can add um, some of those things that you were talking about. I would, I want to add a, um, a recovery room where there's a cold plunge. Um, cold plunges are amazing. Um, I I do a cold plunge at least three times a week in my pool. Um, but in the summertime, there's nowhere. So I need to get a, a, an actual cold plunge. I don't just put ice in my bathtub. Yeah. Uh, I want a red light therapy table. Um, I like there is science behind that. Um, I would love a sauna. There's science in, in that too. And, um, and, and what it comes down to is our body, we, we've got to put our body into discomfort and our body, when it, we do that, our body reacts to where it protects itself and it strengthens like our immune system. So like going from that cold plunge, you're sending all, all of your oxygen, all of your red blood cells to your core. And it just, it it's clearing out old thing, old white blood cells, old red blood cells. It's um, activating brown, brown fat, which is our temperature, the good kind of fat. I mean, there's just so many benefits to it. You're, you're like, it's there, it's six hours of, it's all, it's like euphoric. They said it's like yeah. the, um, for people that like to take drugs, you right, know, this right. is like, you say like, this is like, people are addicted to this because they have the, the mental effects, the, uh, I'm like, my brain is like, you know, the euphoric effects for like six hours afterwards, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I go in for three minutes and I dip my head underwater, do the whole thing. It, it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's uncomfortable. The same thing you get in the sauna. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable. It's hot, but it's yeah. so good for our bodies to do that. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's goal number one. Also, I want to, um, I really want to establish an online presence, um, with nutrition and, um, where again, I could reach nutrition and training where I can reach more people, you know, yeah. that, because right here I'm in, I'm in Maypearl. I don't know if you've ever heard of Maypearl. Oh yeah. It's sure. not a huge community. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge city. I want to help more people. And then yeah. I have other friends that we could join together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a, a friend that we eventually would like to do a women's center and to mm-hmm. where we um, work on, you know, uh, prayer life, the physical part, the mental aspect, mm-hmm. but it's geared a lot towards women that, you know, that are struggling that can't afford it. Yeah. So, so truly, that, truly a holistic approach. You're talking about 100%. entire body, hundred percent spirit, yeah. mind, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Huh. Well, that's, that's quite a goal you got there. Yes, do you is. do, do you do classes or do you do just one-on-one training or what, what, which do you do? Right, right now I do one-on-one training, yeah. um, but I'm not opposed to doing classes. I'm actually, well, I take that back. I've hosted, like, um, I had a public floor specialist come to the gym mm-hmm. and we had several people come to that class. So I've hosted classes. I am going to present, there's a, a man that, um, trains with my husband. My husband does some training as well. Um, a man that trains with him, he owns several insurance agencies in the, in the area. So we're, mm-hmm. he's bringing all his people together and we're going to present to them. Oh, um, cool. I would love to do more classes to present. I just think knowledge, um, knowledge is, is power. It is. And I feel also that people are not knowledgeable. I mean, look at, I mean, just for example, like what you asked me, you know, like, sure. Like therapy, you know, some people, if you don't know about it, it just seems like 
suspicious thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just one of those things that they handed me and they were like, okay, and do this, you know, twice yeah. a day or whatever. And I'm like, I, okay, great. And I did it for a while. Mm. I just didn't see any results out of it. Right. And 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 I don't mean like I did it twice and nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did it for a good six, eight months or whatever. And I just right. I just never really saw anything come of it. And so my my first inclination is to go, ah, oh, it's snake oil and just throw it out the door. Yeah. You know, that kind totally. of thing. So totally. yeah. uh, but I can see how longer exposure, more intense exposure than this goofy little plastic thing I've got, uh, yeah. that maybe that's the key to it. You know, it, it could be that there's levels of this. For sure. And I think that again, you know, when Melvin said uh, we're, we're talking about living your best life, the, mm -hmm. the word that came to me is balance. Yeah. It has to be balanced. Like, okay, yeah, maybe you, you can't, like people say this too, you can't out-supplement a bad diet. Mm -hmm. um, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Yeah. You have to, like, all of it has to work together. And so if, yeah, okay, you're doing red light therapy, but if you're eating, like, if you're stopping by McDonald's on your way sure. there, yeah. you know, it's not, you're you're not helping. So it's, it's a, and that's the probably thing, I guess, that stinks about the medical system. It's, it, the idea is great. But it's like we're so like you do your part, you do your part, you do your part. We're not gonna we're not gonna work together, yeah. and so we don't know what's best for this one person because I'm doing I'm working on digestion over here and I'm working on back pain over here and yeah. So we're giving them things that maybe counteract or counter counterintuitive to what they sure. should be doing, and so coming to someone like like me, people that look at your whole body is sometimes mm -hmm. better, I've, a lot of times better because. They're looking at a person as, as the whole person, mm -hmm. you know, like let's address this whole body and we're going to start with this one part instead of going, we're going to do a little bit of this for this part and a little bit of this. We're going to start with this one part and yeah. then we're going to spread, you know, branch out and, and put it together as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? Right. That, right. that you do that. And, and, you know, honestly, like you're, you're talking about the medical profession, um, I, I could probably make three appointments today and go get three different drugs that may counteract with each other uh -huh. because I went to three different doctors, you know, and you could probably do that for a while and yeah. really, really screw yourself up. So, um, sure. yeah, I, 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 I think that some of it has changed just because of the sharing of information throughout the internet in different ways, mm -hmm. you know, and I think these, these hospital systems have gotten so big at this point. Like for instance, here it's Baylor Scott and White, and right. that reaches all over the place, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, any one of the clinics that I go to, or any one of the doctors that I see that are in that group, you know, they're all going to share the information, but right. they still miss a lot of stuff. For sure, for you sure. know. Um, okay, well, uh, Christina, what I would love is uh, to to talk to you again after I see Melvin. Yeah, um, I, I would love that. Yeah, I want to see if he's the new uh, uh, golden god that he's going to be or or whatever he is, right? Um, All right, I, Melvin, let me ask you something. Yeah. Ma'am. Have you been working out? Ooh. Well, there's thing happened. <laughs> yeah. Hey? Hey, I've been doing, no, seriously, like, uh, since I, I changed my eating window. And uh -huh. explain that to Mike. I don't know if he, I didn't I understand. What's an eating window? Okay. So, um, have you heard of intermittent fasting? Yes. Okay. So you can call it intermittent fasting or you can just call it an eating window, but okay. you want to 
have a, a, a period of time where you eat and we try to keep, we want to keep like eight hours is probably the largest that ideally. Sure. Um, Cause if you go back in time, you know, people, you know, would eat in the mornings, eat at lunch, eat at dinner. And it was probably usually in about an eight hour window. And then mm -hmm. they were able to fast. And while you fast, if you fast for 12 to 14 hours, you're able to regulate your blood sugar. You're, you're going to burn more fat. There's so many of your body processes can kind of level out. It helps with your focus. That takes place. Well, we don't give ourselves that opportunity as much because, you know, we get up at, you know, maybe like Melbourne at four in the morning or something. And then we're eating dinner sometimes at like eight or nine at night, going to bed, not really able to digest our food. Then we're like sleeping with maybe six to eight hours of, of time in between. So our body, we're just not digesting our food. We're not giving our body, our blood sugar. And that's a huge, that's one of the biggest parts, the blood sugar time to regulate. Um, and so hence intermittent fasting, you're giving your body more time to fast, but I, I try to focus on the, not the fasting part, just like this is your eating window. And, uh, for people like Melvin, he gets up so early. So his day starts earlier than most people and ends earlier than most people. Now, the hard part about this is Melvin lives with someone that doesn't have the same schedule. So that can sometimes be a challenge, you know, because, you know, the same, the, the same for you. If, for things to work, sometimes you need like your spouse, you know, your children. If people can be on board, it's hard for someone to cook two different meals, you know. So oh, it's good no. to be on board, you know. So that kind of stuff. But that's what intermittent. So it's like intermittent fasting, eating windows. There's a, again tons of science um, behind. Um, there's people that they, they've even done studies where people don't change anything about their diet, put them on a on a wind an eating window in intermittent fast, and almost all of them lose some weight, you know, some degree of weight, um, yeah, yeah. just by allowing their body and their blood sugar to regulate and yeah. allowing more of those fasting times. And so, and that's a whole nother thing I can talk about fasting. Fasting is so good for you too to do, uh, like 24 hour fast, 36 hour fast, but that's a whole nother, that's probably a whole nother podcast. Well, I would, I would imagine that, that fasting is one of those words that people really bristle at, you know, that, probably. yeah, cause you hear fasting. So the, the, the eating window or, or, or whatever you call it, the meal window, eating window, mm. um, that makes a lot more sense to me. For sure. I would imagine it's less scary to people. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You start thinking of fasting, you're thinking of Gandhi or somebody, you know, that kind of thing where they're fasting for six weeks or something. And, you know, yeah, who, yeah. who wants to go through that, you know? And no. so, yeah. Well, we, we just live in a land too. Of we get what we want when we want it. And yep. like, when you say the word fast, you're like, you're taking a meal for me. Like mm -hmm. what? You're expecting mm -hmm. me not to eat. Yeah. And so we, we, you know, we're, we are very close fisted around our things. I mean, look at COVID and right. COVID was a great example of having no toilet paper because how dare you take my toilet paper? That's right. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So no, you're absolutely right. I, it, it honestly, COVID burned away a lot of this, um, you know, I, I gotta have it now. Look at, look at the, um, what do they call it? The, uh, the, the supply chain. That, oh yeah, that's all we heard about, right? For like two years, we heard supply chain, supply chain, supply chain, and so I think now our expectations are just a little lower uh, than they were going in. You know, not everything's available all the time. Yeah, you know, people don't really want to do the same jobs they used to do. Uh, I think people are going about their lives very differently now than they did before. Sure. Uh, look at all the people that work at home and and all mm -hmm. of that. You know, I mean, that just exploded. 
Um, so I, you know, I, it's going to be tough for me to say that COVID was good, but I think there are some definite lessons we learned going forward, Absolutely. you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that just has to happen sometimes. Sometimes there's a reset, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Christine, Christina thinks I skirted her question and, and Mike. No, I interrupted I, is what happened. I yeah. Well, I successfully deflected to you. So, yeah. so back to your question, I, I would get up at the early time, like you talked about, and, okay. and I would eat because that's what we do. I'd, I'd have to eat before I would all go, right. you know, be at work at five and, and then, you know, all of these things. And so I still get up at the same time, but I don't eat until eight, you know, so I'm already at work. I have, I take a break and, and I eat, you know, the, 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 some of the things that you suggested and, and it's just fantastic the difference that it has made. And so to answer your question about exercising, I, I do some, which is better than none, because mm -hmm. I have that time instead of get, you know, because I don't eat breakfast at that time. So I will do the leg lifts, you know, lift them up and go to the right, go, you know, you know, all of those things. And, uh -huh. and so, yes, I have, I, I, um, not the man that I would hope to be, but, uh, I am doing some exercise. So thanks for putting great. me on the spot there. I appreciate that. Sorry. I, you know, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So how often do you guys see each other? Like, like what are the, what are the appointments like? Once a month right oh, okay. now for the, uh, nutrition. And then, um, I forcefully had Maddie and Melvin come to my gym so I could show them. I kept badgering them about coming to visit me. That's good. And That's great. That That's great. Two feet of space, so no excuses. <laughs> we we melvin you need to get her like a lab mic or something just so that wherever she's at in the house we can hear her right but then i'd forget to turn it off <laughs> that's that's true yeah, yeah that's true well christina thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it this uh was fun. yeah it was it was great talking about this stuff um and i love that we have this guinea pig melvin to kind of uh watch his progress and and uh, I love the fact that you're yelling at him because he doesn't exercise enough and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not yelling. <laughs> and, and, and I love it because it's not me. So it's great. Uh, so, yeah, we would we would love to talk to you again uh, a little later and just kind of see how the progress is going. I would love that. Okay. I would absolutely love that. Well, thank you so much. And we will we will talk again soon. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for inviting me. This was fun. Right. Absolutely. Hey, absolutely. Don't go anywhere yet. I, one of the things I really like about Christine is uh, oh. I I have a need and I say it and she does it. So that's why she's on the podcast today. Cause okay. we, we said, Hey, the, um, yeah, but Melvin, you, you got to give Christina a little, uh, leeway on that because you do ask everybody for something. I mean, so, okay. you know, I, I love you, Melvin, but, uh, you are, uh, you'll walk into a room and try to set up appointments with all 10 people, you know, against the wall or, or whatever. This resourceful, so, resourceful. Oh, yeah. he is definitely resourceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I can see connections, and I can see how it can can be fantastic. And so, if people will uh, buy into it, then yeah. then you you've seen it happen. Oh, right? absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just I'm just kidding about Melvin. Melvin's a great. Uh, he's a great communicator as far as putting people together. You know, uh, he that's that's what he loves. So if there's any exercise that can be done where he's putting one person with another person, that would be great, Christina. Just just if you can work on that, that'd be wonderful. Very good. So, good networker. So Mike, I brought up that that aspect of Christina because April eighth, the total eclipse. Uh, yeah. What kind of event are you going to have at your facility, Christina? Oh, okay. 
I didn't oh, know I if you were asking know. me or her. I didn't know. I, I don't her. know. What time does that? I don't even know what time that starts. Uh, it's uh, around one in the afternoon. Okay. It'll be we're we're right in the path, so it, uh, it's going to be uh, just under two minutes total hmm. from what where it passes over. When is it? April eighth. April eighth. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So we'll so, have some time to work on that. Um, all right, I'll be thinking on that. Could they do a community that, that's watch the party? Planet. Say yeah. again. So is it something you can watch? Can you look at that end of solar eclipse? Yeah, as long as um, I've got some glasses, hole. I can give you. You have to have the glasses for it. I okay. bought a party pack. A party pack. <laughs> Party at Melvin's. Are, are, are yeah. you taking off work that day? Because won't you be I in am. a big dark? I okay, as you say. You know, there there are a lot of like schools shutting down that day and different things. I think I, I've heard that. It's it's I, I it's nuts. Honestly, <laughs> if you ask me, it seems odd for a two minute thing. But uh, hey, you know, whatever. Once in a lifetime, right? I I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, my lifetime. Yeah. Is it? How often does it happen, Melvin? Once in my lifetime. So once every 120 yeah. years. Yeah. I'd have to look at it. You know, Mike, Christina, I think think about it. You know, let's let's say we're we're out on the uh, Sahara back okay. back in the in the you know hunter gatherers and and all of a sudden the the sky goes dark, mm. the birds fall asleep. You know, we don't know that this is gonna end. That's true. You know, so yeah. you know we've got we've got the the luxury. Two minutes of, is a long time back then, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you don't know, if there was no yeah. internet to, sure. to let people know, so you're like, okay, is this God's coming back? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, there you go. Are, Mark. Good job, Melvin. <laughs> there you go. Okay, <laughs> I'll be thinking on that. All right, Christina, we'll let you go. We'll see you soon. All right, bye, y'all. Thanks, Melvin. Thanks. Goodbye. All right. All right, sir. Well, that was that was fun. I enjoyed talking to her. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you enjoy your appointments? Yeah, it's it's great. It's well, obviously you can see it's changed my life where um, I can't see. All I can see is your face. So I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't know how it's changed. But but you do talk about it very favorably, you and Maddie both, and that's that's yeah. wonderful. If it's helping you, then that's great. Right. So tell me about what you've been reading this week, Melvin. So you know I had to pick up another copy of the book for Casey because I am keeping the one that the copy that I gave him. And, and so I found a copy of Benjamin Franklin inventor, statesman and patriot. And so it's, it's uh, like a kid's book. It's small and, and talks about Ben Franklin. And so, so I was, I got it with the thought of giving it to a friend for their kid. Yeah. But I'm keeping it. I love it. I read it. And, uh, and it was it's pretty cool where where he he talks about in there where he started the uh, junto, which is a discussion group. And that, that group changed the culture of Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, think about that back. This was when there were colonies there. It wasn't the United States. And yeah. And um, so one of the things that that I really like, they talked about in 1731, they formed the first circulating library in the colonies. So, you know, that's cool. You know, I pull out a book thing. So, yeah, no, that's great. Oh, Ben Franklin. But it all came from the Junto. Yep. Huh. Well, there you go. The more you know. Yeah. And they another name for that was they call it the apron group. Okay. Because they were all most of them were journeymen and, you know, workers, not journeymen, but workers that, you know, yeah. and a tradesman. That's what I was trying to think of. So 
so for instance, like a, um, like a blacksmith or something a like shoemaker that. Shoemaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yep, yep, yep. It's a very different definition of apron than we have today, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, give me uh, give me your last thoughts here, Melvin. Last thoughts. Yeah. And this is Jim Rohn. This is just great. Think about this. Tell Mike. us who Jim Rohn is. Uh, leadership. The He uh, uh, just leadership. I don't okay. know if that, you know, to me and you, that speaks a lot, you know, because we've seen a lot of, of uh, just, you know, management or anti-leadership, you know, people. Sure. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, big, big time author, you know, he lived, lived uh, uh, what he, what he, what he talked about. And, and uh, so he, he was asked one time, uh, you know, how long should you try? And his answer was until. Did he? drop dead after that or what i don't no 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 it's i mean how how long should i try it's it's oh. you know, until so everybody's mm -hmm. until i would imagine is different right yeah that's true huh well and that's that's something that i don't think they can say about you me casey um i don't think we stop trying you right. know um now to our detriment a lot of times but uh but we don't stop trying and uh there's something there right I mean, yeah. there's something there. Um, we should probably know better, but uh, still, you know, you still keep trying. You still keep trying. So, yeah. all right, sir. Lots of fun with you. I appreciate it. Enjoyed our guest, uh, Christina. And uh, if you want to know more about Christina, look up Lion's Den Fitness and Nutrition on Facebook. Uh, and she is in, what'd she say, Maypearl? Maypearl. So she's yeah. between... Uh, you know, just south of Waxahachie. So yeah, well, that's great. That's great. It was fun meeting her. Fun yeah, meeting absolutely. Her. And I'm glad for... this is going well for for you and Maddie. That's that's really good. Good. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Well, I appreciate the time, and I'll see you next time. All right. Thanks for help. Let's go make the world better together. You got it. did a great job. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.